Continued mixed signals from the markets halfway into 2023, what's next for U.S. markets? And what are some of the key things to look for after the Fed halted its long series of rate hikes, heading into a less uncertain time? Welcome to Le Chiffre's Inside the Street, where instead of reiterating big headlines and summarizing the state of the markets, we take a much deeper dive into the mechanics and details that drive market behavior and performance. Today is Wednesday, July 5th, and I'm your host, Mickey Fanella. I have with me here our CEO and founder, Robert Nahigian. And with that, let's jump right into it. So Rob, I know a big talk of this year and the end of last year has been the probability of a recession. How do you think the recent pause in rate hikes by the Fed has affected that probability? Absolutely. Now, if you think back to one of the market commentary reports we put out back in April, We talked about the constantly evolving nature of this whole recession probability. Now, despite the fact that recent events and reports have shown good signs for the markets overall, it seems that the debate around avoiding recession is still very active. I think we sort of come full circle from soft versus hard landing after we saw the Fed pause rates. We've seen tech contribute to the latest market rally. We're officially out of a bear market and the Fed is paused. We would expect another rally, but I think investors are really trying to digest the situation and sort of comprehend what's really going on here because the Fed did give some color on two more hikes later in the year. I don't think the right question to focus on now is when will the Fed cut or is this going to be a soft or a hard landing, but we should really be focusing on how much damage has actually been done to the markets and how much damage is left that the Fed needs to sort of deal with. And what parts of the markets do you think are most affected by these rate hikes and where have you seen the damage? It's hard to say. I mean, the most prominent sign of damage was definitely the banking crisis back in March. The waters have definitely calmed in that realm, but it definitely showed the impact of this whole hiking cycle. We've also seen unemployment start to rise. The advance number for seasonally adjusted claims was over 260,000, which was well above the previous weeks. People receiving benefits spiked 27% from last year. Although wage increases are still relatively high, bad news is good news in this case as the Fed has wanted to slow down the economy in order to bring inflation down. Yeah, and I'll stop you right there uh, while we're on the topic of inflation. When do you think we'll see an inflation rate closer to the target rate of 2%? Definitely, and it's a good question. Something that's sort of perplexed investors and really left no clear conclusion about what we should expect next. If you think back to Fed Chair Powell's statement regarding rates in our current inflation position, he alluded to inflation having a bright outlook. But we need to remember that core inflation, which excludes food and energy sectors, has not fallen as much as the Fed would have expected. But as we've mentioned in earlier episodes, we're optimistic on inflation overall, and we definitely think it's headed in the right direction long term. Last episode, we touched a little bit on supply chains, and I think something that's important to note here is that supply chains are certainly recovering following their disruption several months ago. So I think this recovery, which is currently consisting of smoothing out production and maintaining strong inventory, will further get prices down to where they need to be, and we'll see that inflation number head closer towards the Fed's target. But I did want to point out that 
This road run is definitely not a short-term game. As we've mentioned earlier, the Fed has alluded to it, and I agree. It's likely we won't see inflation actually reach the Fed's target for another year, or even two, just because of this trajectory and macro climate. But that's not to say that one of two things could happen well before then. One, we see the Fed simply adjust its target rate and activate monetary policy accordingly. Or we see the Fed identify a clear path of steadily decreasing inflation and they begin an easing process earlier. So what does that mean for the consumer if you don't see the inflation rate hitting the target rate uh, for the foreseeable future? Consumer spending did actually hit a speed bump last month, rising just 0.1%. Again, the bad news is good news in this case, as that's what the Fed wants. But the savings rate for consumers also rose 0.3% in April. I think this could be consumers showing behavior of uncertainty or even fear. With the Fed pausing rates and the economy starting to show some cracks, I think the resilient consumer we've seen may not be resilient going forward. I agree. And and coming full circle as we wrap up the episode here, I think while there is still some uncertainty out there, it like you said earlier, it's definitely less uncertain. And I think we're just going to have to see how much damage to the economy has been done. There can be damage out there that hasn't hit the printers yet. Um, with lagging indicators, it's hard to see how much damage has actually been done, although we are starting to see it now. I think the economic calendar and releases of leading indicators will be useful for our listeners to pay attention to. As always, if you have any questions, feedback, or a topic you'd like us to cover, please email us at lechiffrepartners at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and be sure to subscribe and to download the podcast and follow the company LinkedIn page to stay up to date with our latest market commentary. We'll see you all next week. This material is published solely for informational purposes and may not be copied or recreated in any way. This podcast is not an offer to buy or sell any investment product and takes no liability for being incorrect about events that may occur within the markets. Remember that the financial markets are subject to change and past performance is not an indicator of future results. It is important to conduct your own research and carefully evaluate any financial decision prior to acting on it.